Our first guest this evening is Evan Alwery, Batesville High School football coach. And coach, right now the Batesville Bulldogs need somebody that uh, will help build their confidence, but I don't think Lawrenceburg is willing to cooperate on that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not at all. Um, yeah, I mean, last week was, uh, as I said Friday, it was just um, more disappointed and just kind of on the um, – the way I think we fought um, and and competed, um, which in many cases with a lack thereof, in many cases, um, but you know, and, and as you watch, you, you you know, in the midst of it, it was like we just let we let some things kind of just impact us way more than what it should. Um, yeah, I think some things kind of snowballed, um, really. Um, I think dampered kind of our uh, our mood and our, our our confidence, as you kind of alluded to a little bit. And and East Central is way too good of a team to um, to kind of get in that type of mindset. They'll they'll just kind of pounce on it. And before you knew it, it was thirteen nothing. And we fought there for a while. And we got midway through the the second quarter, and it's you know we hold them to a field goal, and it's sixteen zero, and we're you know, a play or two away, it seems like, and even the, you know, the, the drive before of getting a big play, you know, and, uh, you know, and, and, and it didn't come. Well, then um, we had a miscommunication uh, on the second play of that drive after we stopped him, and Travis is kind of then forced to hold on to the ball, flushes out, and then um, ball gets knocked out of his hand. They scoop and score, and it's 23 nothing. And, and at that point, you're just like, you know, you're, you're really worried about how our guys are going to respond. And then, um, you know, they we give up a big touchdown run, and then right before halftime, <laughs> you have them fourth and goal from the 22, and they just throw a ball up and and, and bring it down. And it seems like, unfortunately, uh, we've had too many of those, too many of those situations uh, this year where we get a team backed up and we just can't get a stop. And um, but. You know, disappointed to see that I, I felt like we did not get better last Friday. Um, didn't put together our best effort by any stretch of the imagination. And um, we've got to do a lot better this Friday because Lawrenceburg, um, they're pretty good, you know. And so uh, we better, you know, hopefully get down, go to Lawrenceburg and, and play really well. And, you know, so far I've been, you know, pleased with how we've played Lawrenceburg um, and, I think our guys have always been up to that task and, and you know our guys tend to travel well like on the bus and, and going through that procedure so hopefully you know um, we'll we'll be fine but you know again Lawrenceburg's a really good football team so we're gonna have our hands full. I know when I looked at their roster uh, they, uh, they have 33 freshmen which is as many uh, players as some of the 1A schools have here in their entire program and uh, some of those were uh, playing in that game on uh, Friday night, so you know they're not uh, one of those teams that's a, a one-year wonder. It's year in and year out, and uh, the size of those young men that uh, I know that uh, back of the Pike, I think it's, uh, is it Pike? Or no. Uh, Pike? You're yes. talking about East Central here? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Pike, uh, he's uh, over 200 pounds and runs like a sprinter in, uh, mm -hmm. in track and uh, like you said uh, things uh, uh, snowballed then and uh, I, you have to be pleased with some of the younger kids that you put in I know East Central was also substituting at that time but the younger kids uh, showed some signs of uh, doing the right thing and I think they even picked up one or two first downs for you yeah they did and I mean I that was kind of one of the things you kind of mentioned with the JV guys as we leave and I said hey you know you know well, you, this is who you're going to play on Monday you know like as in tonight and uh, I thought they they got a good you know they got a defensive stop and they um, they they got a couple first downs as you mentioned um, you know and, and what I've been very pleased with and I, kind of, I know I've mentioned this a little bit with our JV is that we've got four freshman offensive linemen starting um, and at some time you know and I would say of and with a tight end so really if you look at the your, your, your main six that are blocking five of the six are freshmen freshman quarterback um, you know Josh Mobley is our you know starting tailback right now with Will Muir who's been playing uh, some varsity due to some you know Ben Shedler being hurt um, so you got sophomore running back uh, Evan Williamson has been our number two running back uh, he's a freshman you know, and a lot of sophomore wide receivers and freshman wide receivers. 
uh, you know, sprinkled in and got a couple juniors in there that have had a pretty good JV and you know the year in Sam Robin um, has had a good year. So and he's a junior, um, but I've been very pleased. You know, like with the, the the youth that we have playing a JV schedule. I mean, if these freshmen, I think we're playing a freshman schedule. Um, I would be very <laughs> curious to see, you know, uh, if they would lose a game. To be honest, because they they're very they're very talented and you know and they work really hard. And some of them don't look like freshmen. So, you know, we're very uh, very excited with this group of freshmen that we have. And you know, our sophomore class has been a big class. We got a lot of them playing, obviously down at the JV. But as you've seen, about you know a dozen, about half a dozen of them have been playing on Friday. You know, and if it wasn't probably for a couple injuries from some of the sophomores that we're dealing with right now, uh, we'd have even more guys playing on Friday night that are sophomores because they've been, you know, they're just kind of nursing some injuries right now. So, um, you know, very good freshman sophomore group. We got good numbers of the junior class that, you know, um, so, you know, we feel very confident with the youth, um, you know, the youth of our team. Uh, and definitely even up to some of those lower levels. And there were some bright spots, you know, there were bright spots at that, at that part. And there were parts even with the varsity. In the first quarter, I mean, we had success running the football, and and it doesn't, you know, when you look at the stat line, it, you know, I, I'm looking there, I'm I'm a little too negative at that point. But when you go back and you watch film and you realize, well, when we had the third and one, we anticipated the blitz, and it's a bad to be honest if, if, if Travis probably just rides that a little bit he pulls it or throws it out to Jake Cruz is wide open um, it, it's a first down maybe a big play you know we missed there was a couple plays there a couple that's probably obvious to the obvious to the to the obvious eye where we missed a couple throws but there was a few plays that in our RPO in our uh, ra uh, some of the things that we do we missed um, but that's what happens when you play a really good team in East Central that plays really fast. They kind of speed you up a little bit, so the reactions and everything is a little, is a little faster. So that's all credit to them. But those are the things that hopefully, you know, for some of our guys, as the, as, the, as the speed of the game slows down a little bit, we can react a little bit faster and make sure we're getting the ball to the right person. Um, because you know, you watch and you're like, oh man, we, we missed a huge play there. Um, or you know, and there's about three or four of them um, that you know you can point out. You're like. We just got to make sure we can uh, we can now the next time we get in that situation capitalize on it because you know, we're going to see a, a very aggressive front four um, in Lawrenceburg this week and guys that fly around so things aren't going to get much easier so um, you know we just got to get better at those things you know for us you know to get in position to where we want to be you know down the stretch of the season. It's similar to Brushville, I think, where you had. Uh a brother at quarterback and a wide receiver, you're going to have the same type of thing uh, this weekend at Lawrenceburg with the, uh, the Yoon brothers. Yeah, I, the, the, no, I haven't seen much of Gavin um, in film. So uh, we have their recent films, so I have not seen much of him. Um, so I don't know all the ins and the outs of that, you know, and how close he is to returning. Um, I know when we went to Lucas Oil, he, he did not play there either. And so that's a big threat offensive threat for them that they're they're missing right now but offensively they they're still scoring and uh you know so they they can throw it uh they can run it um they've got you know big offensive line they got a guy going to miami ohio playing their right tackle and like i said the other garrett Yoon, the th you know the sophomore quarterback's just he's outstanding he's just i mean he is he is a stud and he can throw the ball and throw it on the move throw it in the pocket reads the pocket you know reads reads coverages very well can run the ball. He's very elusive, very fast, very athletic. By far, probably the best quarterback we'll see um, this season. And um, he's good, you know. And then uh, they got, um, you know, like I said, they can have the ability to hand the ball off to a couple guys and they got a couple other guys that are some playmakers on the perimeter too. So offensively, they're very strong. They can score um, without a doubt. Defensively, I think um, there are some spots there where we feel like, if we can, you know, exploit, we can um, get some success offensively. Control the clock, control the tempo, uh, and and get this in, in a situation where you know we're in the fourth quarter and putting ourselves in a position to get a big win. And this is going to be a big opportunity for us because it's a it's a sectional opponent, and um, you know 
for the 3A, 3A part of the EIAC, since it's since our conference is all screwed up with all that stuff, um, is a chance too to, to really get us in the driver's seat um, for the conference as well. And I know uh, looking at the score last week uh, with uh, Greensburg, uh, Greensburg scored a lot of points on them. They did. And, I mean, Greensburg has completely opened up. Um, you know, we're starting to – I've seen, I think, Greensburg once now in film. And um, I was like, who is this? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, because uh, they, they're, they're all gun. Uh, a lot of spread, some trips, variations, um, two back sets. And uh, they had success. They, they – I've never seen a team shoot themselves so much within a, in the foot <laughs> in the first few minutes of the game. They had – this is how the game started with, with Lawrenceburg. They, they had Lawrenceburg down inside the one. The ball – I think the kick touches the ball on the kickoff. I think Lawrenceburg has two false starts or infractions. So Lawrenceburg probably is about as close to the end zone as you possibly can. They convert some big third downs that drive and go 99-plus and score – and then I think Greensburg, you know, first play is a bad snap safety, and the next time they have a bad snap, and then I think the turnover, and it's six, you know, it's sixteen to nine. Oh, they'll, I take that back after the safety. Lawrenceburg scores on the first play. It's sixteen nothing, and then and, and, and Greensburg only ran one play, and then I think they had another bad snap, another short field, and it was twenty-two nothing early, probably in the first quarter, and after that point, the game settled in. You know, you know, Greensburg kind of put themselves way behind the eight ball uh, in that. But there's a lot of things Greensburg did very well, which for us when we're looking at kind of some of the things that we do, it says, you know, I think we can do these things. And I think that they can be scored on. I think you can throw. I think you can run the ball on them. you got to be able to control the clock. The big thing for us is going to be when we get them in third down, can we get off the field? I've been. I feel like I've been saying that all season, um, but if we can, if we can get them in those situations, um, and and win some of those 50-50 balls and win those third downs, um, they're it's beatable. They're they're a beatable team, and we'll, we can put ourselves in a position to get a big big win. Um, but uh, we got to do. We again, the big thing right now still is for us is to focus on us and what we got to do better and if we do that you know then i think we'll make the, the the gains and the progression that we need to the reserves won another game last uh, monday night they did um they got off to a fast start and uh ended up winning uh i can't think of the score off the top of my head but i think it was by about two three scores um and you know bryson benelli had another good game at quarterback uh josh mobley ran the ball real hard you know, Jacob Meir uh, had a pretty good game as well uh, at receiver. And uh, Cooper Wilhelms, you know, been playing linebacker, and he's been playing really well. Our offensive line, like I said, you know, four of those five freshmen uh, have done a really good job. Quinn Steinkamp, the sophomore center, is kind of anchoring that O-line that's had a really – had a lot of success. And, uh, I, you know, I've been very, very pleased with them. Um, they got a big test tonight down at East Central, um, and they're excited. I, I've never – I don't know if I've ever seen a group just so excited to play a football game. So hopefully that, uh, that excitement and that energy spills over into a good, good uh, you know, outcome tonight. So figure I'll you know, swing down there and see how, how they do. And, um, you know, the next couple of weeks for them is going to be the big test in the EIAC with East Central, you know, tonight and then Lawrenceburg uh, next Monday. So they're 4-0 on the season and a lot to be excited about with that group because they, they've played really, really well, definitely considering how many of those sophomores we've had to move up and play varsity uh, this year for a variety of reasons. And it's good to have Austin Pullman back. <laughs> yeah, he makes a big difference, doesn't he? Yes. Uh, and so, you know, and, and, and I know he wasn't 100% on Friday, um, but he he ran the ball hard and ran the ball well. I, and I would say, you know, I thought our O-line, uh, East Central has the best front four we've seen and probably the best front four we'll see all year. And uh, – uh, there, there were times where I thought we did a really good job. I thought we did a really good job of, um, you know, if you can get three, four yards, that's a positive play. And we had a, a handful of those. It's just about consistency. I think we we came out throwing a little more than what we really needed to. That's on me. And uh, some things that we expected to be there, they did a little bit better. And I think being one step ahead early on on the uh, on their end defensively, and um, 
you know, maybe kind of put Travis in a, in a tough situation. So we kind of sputtered out of the gates. But I think once we settled in a little bit and ran the ball, there's some things to be brought, you know, be be excited about. We just again, I think we only ran maybe 18 or 20 plays in the first half. I mean, we, it's hard to get in any type of rhythm when you run so few plays. So, um, and then we had one series in the second half with our varsity, and then we put the JV in. So, um, not a lot of not a lot of reps by him, but the ones that we we watched and saw, I thought there was a lot of good things to positives to kind of move forward on. Um, but again, overall, I I say all that, and I still say still disappointed in the outcome and the way I thought that we battled for for four quarters I just think that uh, I don't think we we left Friday saying that we're a better team than where we were the week for the week prior coach best of luck on Friday night and uh, see you next Monday All right, thanks we will be back after these words from our sponsor you listen to coach's corner on WRBA 103.9 your FM dial and streaming live on WRBAradio.com Cecil Eisen from Eisen's Family Pizza we ask you to legalize marinara and that was such an amazing response from you our customers so now we are asking you to not be Alfredo and try our new pasta we have your choice of rigatoni spaghetti or cheese ravioli we offer our delicious marinara or Alfredo you can top them with three meat options for an additional charge try the chicken meatball or sausage bites, Ison's Family Pizza on the web, 812-933-0333 on the phone or downtown Batesville. Geis Electronics Appliances Bedding and Furniture is a local supporter of Oldenburg Academy and Batesville Athletics, and they hope you'll remember the next time you're in the market for one of the products they sell that it's always best to buy close to home. If you haven't shopped Geis, you may be surprised at their competitive prices, whether it's a big screen TV for the family room, a new washer-dryer set, recliner, or mattress set. Geis Electronics Appliances Bedding and Furniture in downtown Batesville has a tremendous selection with friendly local service. Get customized care with any mess with Whirlpool Top Load Laundry Pairs at Garings. Easily pre-wash clothes with a built-in water faucet or create up to 26 of your own wash cycles. Also, help prevent over-drying your clothes with sensor drying technology. Garings will install and remove your old appliances at no extra charge. Stop down and see our Whirlpool display. Garings and Whirlpool, 316 North Main, Batesville. In football, a safety defends his team. At ETC, our team defends your safety. Sign up for ETC Security and get a home system at almost no cost. Just sign up before the end of this month to automatically receive a $200 bill credit. Call 866-ETC-4YOU or visit etczone.com to learn more about ETC Security and ETC Security with Home Automation. 36-month monitoring agreement is required. Monthly monitoring fees apply. Residential customers only. Paperless billing required. Other terms and conditions apply. Now, back to Coach's Corner at Ison's Family Pizza on the Sports Voice in Southeastern Indiana. Country 103.9 WRBI. Joining us now is Cassie Laker. He's Central Volleyball Coach, and she has three of her young ladies here with us this evening. We'll talk to them in just a moment. Uh, Coach, how are the Lady Trojans doing at this time? Oh, we're not doing too bad. Our record doesn't really show um, exactly how we're doing. I think we're 12-6 and six right now. Um, and... Yeah, we've, it's been a little bit of a roller coaster at times, but uh, every day seems to be moving a step in the right direction. It's just a little bit slower than what we're used to. Uh, we, we lost a lot of people last year, so it's kind of just taken us a little while to click as a team and to get moving the way we need to be moving. And uh, tell us what you got coming up in the next couple of weeks. I know you're one of the f- uh, few fall sports that's not ready for your uh, sectional yet. Oh, no, we're not ready. We need a few more weeks to practice still. Um, we have Lawrenceburg tomorrow, and there was a, a rule change this year, so we had to drop um, some games, and we adjusted our conference to where we only have to play everyone once this year. So uh, we chose to play Lawrenceburg, Greensburg, and Batesville twice, um, so the second one counts. But we play Lawrenceburg tomorrow, and that's a conference game at, at Lawrenceburg. And then Thursday we are at Connorsville for another conference game. So we're kind of right in the heart of our conference play. And we go to Muncie Central on Saturday for a new tournament that we picked up this year to try to get some strong competition a little bit later in the season. Uh, and then, you know, to round out our season, we still have Springboro, which is a school in Ohio that we just picked up this year, along with Harrison and uh, Greensburg. And I'm, there's, I'm sure there's more in there. I just can't quite remember who they all are. 
And uh, whenever you say Muncie and volleyball, that means you go against the state's best. Yep, Delaware County, they kind of uh, rule the state championship year after year, but um, we, we have beaten them before. We played them at Ben Davis several years ago, I think in 14, and um, we, we ended up playing with them and, and coming out on top at that tournament. So they're definitely beatable. It's just not going to be easy, but that's what we're looking for is someone to push us and uh, help us figure out what we need to do still. How many young ladies do you have out for volleyball this year, and how many are returning letter winners? Uh, our numbers are down this year. We only had 24 on the team this year. Um, a after losing a big chunk last year, that's, that's put us down quite a bit as far as numbers go. Um, and because of that, we only have, I think, four letter winners returning. Uh, two of them are sitting here. And then um, in addition to that, junior Emma Erdl and senior Alicia Rosemeyer are both returning. So we're, we're young um, in the experience category and uh, with, with only nine girls. Uh, on the team full-time. We dress a few others that have gotten quite a bit of playing time, but um, everyone kind of has to fill their role. Who are some of your top players, uh, statistic-wise and otherwise? Um, well, the ones sitting here, these are my captains. So it's Alex Disbro and Molly Gregg and Hope Fox. Um, they're probably three of the most um, – no, I don't want to say consistent, but they're the ones on the court the most, I guess, is where I'm going with it. Um, they, Alex is uh, the libero in the backcourt, and Molly uh, with sets and hits and defends. She's setting records um, week after week. I can't even keep up with it anymore. Um, but she's set records in, as uh, a setter in the assist category and is trying to make a run to break the dig uh, record in the backcourt also. And Hope kind of plays wherever the heck I need her to play. Um, she's done setting and hitting and um, defense pretty much wherever I need her to go, she goes. Let's go to these young ladies, and uh, then we'll get back to you for the final part of it. Uh, give us your name, uh, your parents, and any siblings. Um, I'm Hope Fox. My parents are Josh and Robin Fox, and... I have a sister that's a senior named Faith, and I have two older sisters. And uh, tell us about uh, some of the, uh, the uh, first of all, the position you play, and then uh, how many letters you got, uh, either in volleyball or other sports. Um, I am an outside hitter sometimes, and then setting or back row just depends, like, who we play just or whatever's going on. if. If I need to like play back row, we do that. And then uh, I got a letter in basketball last year and track, and I'm going to get a letter for volleyball this year. And uh, highlights either this season or uh, any other seasons for that matter? Uh, the highlight of my season so far is probably just playing with my sister because not a lot of people get to do that. It's pretty special. And uh, tell us the other activities you're involved with. You already mentioned uh, a couple other sports, other things you're involved with at East Central. Uh, pretty much just volleyball, basketball, and track. That's, that's it. That's enough to keep you busy. Yeah, it keeps me busy, <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you're a senior, uh, what are your uh, plans for next year? Um, I'm a sophomore, oh, okay. but um, I just want to keep playing sports next year. That's my plan. Okay, and uh, best of luck to you the rest of this season and to the other sports as well. Thank you. Go ahead and the next young lady, your name, parents, and uh, siblings that you have. Um, I'm Molly Gregg. My parents are Dana and Debbie Gregg, and I have six older sisters and one brother. And uh, tell us about uh, what position you play. Um, I'm a setter and outside hitter. And uh, total letters that you've won, uh, either in volleyball or other sports. I just play volleyball, and I have won three different three letters. And uh, your family has had a few uh, letters in volleyball before you, right? Yep, all six of my <laughs> sisters played before me. Uh, the highlight for you so far? Um, a highlight or two? Probably whatever. just beating Lawrenceburg in straight sets. But we play them again tomorrow, and their core is back, so it's going to be a totally different game, but I think we're ready for it. And uh, other activities you're involved with at East Central? Um, I'm involved with FCA and Student Council. And uh, are you a senior? I am a senior. And what are your plans for next year? Um, I plan to hopefully go to IU. And uh, any uh, 
major that you're thinking of so far? No, I'm not sure yet. Uh, well, best of luck to you and uh, the volleyball and uh, next year. Thank you. And next young lady, your uh, name, your parents, and any siblings you have. I'm Alex Desbro. My parents are Michelle and David Desbro, and my brother is Luke. And uh, this is not the first time you've been here, right? Right. <laughs> uh, she's been here a few times with her dad, who's been on the show with me ever since he started coaching down at East Central. So that's been a few times. What position do you play? I'm a libero. And uh, other letters that you won and other sports you're involved in? Um, I have one from basketball freshman year and then one from volleyball last year. And uh, other activities at East Central? FCA and student council as well. And uh, are you a senior? Yes. And what are your plans for next year? Um, probably IU, but I'm not for sure yet. And uh, thinking of any type of major? Um, speech pathology, maybe. Well, best of luck to you and uh, the rest of the season and uh, your future as well. Thank you. And we'll go back to Coach. Uh, Coach, uh, who's helping you with volleyball at East Central? And Larry Ayler still the assistant. Um, he's been around the game and the school for quite a while. Um, he kind of fills in wherever he's needed. And Josie Andrus is our JV coach this year. We didn't, we don't have a freshman coach, but it kind of worked itself out since we uh, had low numbers. Our fr our freshmen all play JV also, so she kind of handles that. Um, but she's coming, you know, she played for East Central. She played for me for a couple years in 2011 to 2014 at East Central and then uh, went on to play two years at Mount St. Joe before transferring to ONU where she just graduated after playing two years of volleyball. So we're happy to have her um, in the program and bring some alumni back who have kind of been through it and know the deal and even has college experience to help bring a different perspective to the game. One question I don't have on there, how are your reserves doing? Uh, they're doing good. They're young, uh, like I said. So a majority of our program is actually freshmen this year. Um, of the 24 girls, 10 of them are freshmen. Um, so they're young, and so they kind of have. They kind of are on a roller coaster. I think they've only dropped um, one game leading up to this tournament. We went. They went to a really uh, strong tournament this weekend at Lawrence North, uh, where they played Hamilton Southeastern and um, Lawrence North and. Um, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on the other school, but uh, they dropped all three sets, but they played hard and they, it was really good competition, which is what we're trying to get, get them doing. With them being so young, um, with a core of the, their team as freshmen, along with um, the four sophomores that play for them also. But um, the better we can, we can get the competition, the stronger they'll be down the road because we're going to need some young players to start stepping up next year. So it's all good um, now. The record doesn't mean a whole lot at the JV level as long as they're getting good touches and good experience. And if you think East Central, people around here think you have a lot of students. Uh, I think that uh, last time I checked, uh, Hamilton Southeastern is approaching 4,000 students now. So, <laughs> Right. A lot of the schools in 4A, actually, we're at the bottom of the list as far as uh, enrollment goes. You know, you got schools like Fishers and Plainfield and them that have four or 5,000 kids, and we're here with, and, you know, it varies year to year, but anywhere from 1,100 to, you know, 1,200, 1,300. So there's quite a discrepancy in in the 4A class, but um, we roll with it and do what we can to make our uh, schedule tougher and uh, do what we can to come out on top at the end. I know that the EIC doesn't, you don't play as many games as you said earlier, many uh, times as schools. Uh, how are you doing so far? So far, as far as the conference games go, we're 4-0. Um, we've beat Franklin County, Rushville, South Dearborn, and then most recently Batesville last week. Uh, we had played Batesville for the second time last week, and we, we beat them both times. They gave us a lot better fight um, this last time at East Central last week, but we were managed to hold them off in three. Um, and then we still have Lawrenceburg and Connersville this week, and then our last regular season game is Greensburg, and that'll be for conference. And Greensburg did – we opened with Greensburg this year, um, and they did beat us in five. So um, we're kind of out for blood with that one, um, and it's on our home court, so we're hoping to, you know, have a little bit of home court advantage there. But we got to get through Lawrenceburg first. It's never easy to go down to Lawrenceburg and play, um, and, and that's where our focus is right now. 
I know that uh, volleyball is not all size, but the two of the three young ladies you had here aren't very tall, are they? <laughs> <laughs> no, we are not tall by any stretch of the imagination. We do have a couple. I, you know, we have a couple that are 5'11", 6 foot, um, but it's definitely an advantage when you have height, and a lot of the, the schools in our sectional do, and it's kind of a change of pace for us because there's not a ton of height around here. Actually, Greensburg tends to get a lot of the height uh, for volleyball. But, um, you know, you, you adjust and you make do with what you have, and you set a game plan knowing that height isn't on our side all the time, and we go with it. Coach, anything else before we let you go? No, I just I just want to say that you know volleyball is growing, and we would love to see more people in the stands, whether it be at East Central or any other school. Uh, the girls work hard, and it's it is a long season, so the more support we can give, the better it'll be. Yeah, as far as fall sports is concerned, only I think football goes uh, longer than volleyball, and you almost match them in the length of your season. Right, their postseason lasts a little bit longer since they can only play you know a game a week, but um, our postseason, you know, we can play up to three or four games in one week. So, yeah, it does. It goes the state tournament goes through the first week in November, so it is it's a long season if uh, you continue to win. Coach, thank you so much, and best of luck the rest of the year. Thank you. We will be back after these words from our sponsor. Listen to Coach's Corner on WRBI 103.9 FM dial and streaming live on WRBIRadio.com. We will be right back. Cecil Eisen from Eisen's Family Pizza. We ask you to legalize marinara, and that was such an amazing response from you, our customers. So now we are asking you to not be Alfredo and try our new pasta. We have your choice of rigatoni, spaghetti, or cheese ravioli. We offer our delicious marinara or alfredo. You can top them with three meat options for an additional charge. Try the chicken, meatballs, or sausage bites. Ison's Family Pizza on the web, 812-933-0333 on the phone or downtown Batesville. Whether you want to lose weight, lower your cholesterol, or improve your child's sports performance, a visit with one of Margaret Mary Health's dietitians can help. Eating the right foods is key to achieving optimal health. Our dietitians offer a variety of class options, as well as grocery store tours and one-on-one assessments. To learn more, visit us online at mmhealth.org. The Batesville Community Education Foundation, providing funding for innovative learning opportunities that go beyond the basics in academics, athletics, and the arts in Batesville Public Schools. BCEF focuses on workforce development initiatives, classroom grants, flexible learning spaces, scholarships, and alumni outreach. Support learning that goes beyond the basics by donating to the Batesville Community Education Foundation today. Learn more at BatesvilleEducationFoundation.org. Now, back to Coach's Corner at Ison's Family Pizza on the Sports Voice in Southeastern Indiana, Country 103.9 WRBI. Joining us now is Mike McKinney, Batesville High School Boys uh, tennis coach. And, uh, Coach, how are the Bulldogs doing so far? Hey, thanks for having me on, Coach. Um, we're doing pretty well. We're, our team record is a record of 11-7 uh, and seven right now. And to be honest, we're starting to wrap things up a little bit. Um, we get done pretty early. Um, playing well right now. Things are starting to come together. Um, so uh, we've we played a great schedule. We, we've played two top five teams in the state um, and then another in the top 30. And I think all of our losses has come to, besides uh, uh, one, a, a state or district-ranked opponent. So um, it's, make, it's definitely starting to show now, and, and we're starting to look a lot better. What do you have left in your regular schedule? Uh, we actually just have Milan. Um, tomorrow, and that's a makeup match. And then um, the conference tournament, EIAC tournament, is this Thursday and Saturday. And then, then we go on to sectionals next week. And uh, you're a little different than other uh, uh, EIAC sports in the fact that uh, you'd, you'd keep uh, track of what you do during the year. And I think I've, I read you were 6-1 uh, in, the, in the conference as far as right. opponents so far. But uh, the individualized part of uh, tennis is the one that's taking place this weekend, right? That's correct. So the uh, the team championship is just decided against the head-to-head matches amongst all the schools, and then um, the conference tournament just uh, it, it's it's kind of just like an individual eight-team tournament. Um, you know, we could play South Dearborn at one spot, could play East Central at one spot, could play Greensburg at one spot, and as a um, uh, kind of a one-and-done tournament. Uh, 
single elimination and the winners that, that decides our all-conference selections for the year. And uh, how many boys do you have up for tennis and how many lettered last year for you? We have 14 boys, and half of those are freshmen. We lost, we lost uh, seven last year, and only we actually only have two returning players, letter winners from last year out of seven guys, and that's that's way less than, than any of our opponents. So to to kind of have the record that we've had and and uh, had the success we've had in the EIAC and, and be competitive for sectional and regional, um, I couldn't be more pleased than what we've done with guys with little experience. Who are your top players? Uh, Leighton Ratcliffe, he's returning um, for his third year at number one singles as a junior. Um, and we got Adam Scott, who's a senior, who he's been in the lineup um, since he's been a freshman. And he, he's done a nice job for us. Um, uh, Grant Story, who's a junior, uh, played singles for us and done a nice job. Uh, Seth Galsman, Sam Bagley, Kale Ra, and Max Geesting are all players. Those are all brand new guys that's been playing doubles for us to, to come in and play doubles. And doubles and singles are a completely different game. Um, they've came in and done a nice job right away against some really experienced schools. Uh, who helps you with uh, tennis at Batesville? Well, my longtime assistant, Jack Froman, he, who was the head coach until until I came, um, he, he finally uh, uh, decided to to retire this year but we miss him you know he still comes out and helps as a volunteer assistant um but uh, ben seifert who i think he's coached about every about half the sports here at, at batesville with football and, and uh and golf and basketball but uh, he's my assistant he's a former former jack froman product uh from we were actually the same the same grade graduated the same year um, so he's helped me and he's done a good job and uh Talk about where your sectional is and who your opponents are going to be. We play at South Dearborn, and um, the sectional consists of, of us, Batesville, South Dearborn, Milan, Oldenburg, East Central, and Lawrenceburg. Um, a lot of good teams in that. I remember after the we spoke last year was was the week after the sectional. It kind of stung a little bit coming here and talking about uh, – um, losing the first section we have in nine years and um, to East Central. But, uh, you know, East Central will be strong again. Oldenburg's got a great team this year, very experienced. I think they've all their guys have are, have had two years of varsity experience. They, they haven't lost anybody in two years, and they're going to be a good team, a good opponent for us as well. So, so we'll see how it goes. I think, you know, we're really coming together, and I like how the guys are playing and, and are, are, are just coming together as a team, and they want each other to do well. And uh, that means a lot, so. Coach, anything else before we let you go this evening? That's it. Thank you for having me on and wish us luck. Uh, thank you so much and best of luck uh, the rest of the way. Thanks, Coach. We will be back after these words from our sponsor. You listen to Coach's Corner on WRBI 103.9, your FM dial, and streaming live on WRBIRadio.com. We will be right back. Cecil Eisen from Eisen's Family Pizza. We asked you to legalize marinara, and that was such an amazing response from you, our customers. So now we are asking you to not be Alfredo and try our new pasta. We have your choice of rigatoni, spaghetti, or cheese ravioli. We offer our delicious marinara or Alfredo. You can top them with three meat options for an additional charge. Try the chicken, meatballs, or sausage bites. Eisen's Family Pizza on the web. 812-933-0333 on the phone or downtown Batesville. Hi, this is Scott Lamping at Hurt and Elko. If you could change one thing about how the inside of your home feels, what would it be? Fewer drafts, a quieter system more or less humidity? Believe it or not, you can enjoy all these things and more with a Lennox home comfort system from Hurt and Elko. And best of all, we've got plenty of high efficiency options. So call 812-934-4646 today or go online at hurt-elko.com. Tom Sibbett Chevrolet Buick in Greensburg, the dealership where you can get it all, the service you deserve, and above all, courtesy, honesty, and the lowest prices possible. Stop in today at Tom Sibbett Chevrolet Buick at 950 North Michigan. See for yourself their large selection of Chevrolet Buick inventory and meet the friendly, knowledgeable, and professional sales and service staff. You'll leave knowing you have gotten the best deal in town. Tom Sibbett Chevrolet Buick and Greensburg. Visit them at TomSibbett.com. Now, back to Coach's Corner at Ison's Family Pizza on the Sports Voice in Southeastern Indiana. Country 103.9 WRBI.
We are back, and uh, we want to remind uh, you out there, we want to welcome Geist Electronics, Appliances, Bedding, and Furniture as one of our sponsors this evening. And also, if you miss Coach's Corner, uh, you can uh, pick it up uh, at a later time. Just go to Raver Replay on uh, WRBIRadio.com, and you can listen to any of the uh, shows that we've had so far this year. So uh, keep that in mind. Also, uh, Hopefully Cecil's get some time this evening uh, to come in. He's uh, delivering right now, but he wants to talk a little bit about uh, some renovations that are going to go on here in the next couple of weeks and some of the changes that they are making. They are expanding, so he wants to talk a little bit about that. Our next guest is Lisa Gausman, Batesville High School cross-country coach. And uh, Coach, tell us how the things are going so far for the uh, young ladies and the young men at Batesville. Um, hi, Ron. So I just wanted to say that we had a really great summer. Um, a lot of the team really took to heart what we talked about at the end of the season last year and what it will take to even have a fighting chance to advance to state when we get on that semi-state line. And they put in a lot of work in the off season, logged a lot of miles, really got their base down. We had so many starting ahead of where they were last year, and I'm excited to see how they will finish. So right now we have um, seven girls that, are, that have already run under 22. Um, we have <clears throat> something called the under 21 club that Leo and Mac started years ago. And usually, you know, you might add two, one, two, maybe three will join the club every year, better their time. And this year we already have four new members um, and a few others just very close. And on the boys' side, <clears throat> we have our top seven that are – or our top six that are under 18 and several close to making it under 17. We have um, – for the boys, it's the under 17 club. And I even think our top three have a shot to even go under 16 by the end of the year. Um, we had some – huge placements lately one being at the ben davis invitational where the boys placed third one away from second and the girls placed six and we were without some of our top runners with the girls um, and still placed sixth then this past weekend we traveled to carmel area to compete in the flash flash rock riverview invitational at um, northview church their cross-country course which used to be where semi-state was held <clears throat> the middle school state meet is there but many of our top 25, many of the top 25 teams in the state were there. There were two divisions, but um, it was still very competitive. The girls placed first in our division, and that was without Liz Lissinger. And um, the boys came in second, and that was without Joshua Myers and Adam Hallowell, two of our top five. So we were pretty excited about that. And, of course, you've upgraded your schedule tremendously uh, through the last uh, few years. Uh, Almost all of your invitationals now are uh, away from here. You do uh, did keep uh, Jennings County, but Jennings County is extremely good. Mm -hmm. And uh, there was, I think, Columbus North was there as well, weren't they? They were, but they um, brought their JV, so, um, and the girls weren't. It was just the boys. And then we do also run the East Central Invitational. And uh, tell us about uh, the young ladies on your team and then the young men. Um, well, we have we have 15 girls on our squad, um, with Liz Lotzinger being our only girl senior. She has been a top runner for me all four years. <clears throat> she's been battling an injury right now, but I'm confident she'll be back soon. Um, she's working really hard in the pool and doing some cross-training, so um, I really feel confident she'll be back soon. Um, our top ten, who have all been in the top seven at some point already this season, besides Liz, is junior Trista Veerling, so she's our only junior. And then we have sophomores Lily Pinkley, Maria Lopez, Sarah Ripperger, um, Katie Olson, all back from last year. And new to cross country, but not new to running, um, Carly Pride. And um, another soft sophomore, Jada Isert. Um, and then our um, we do have um, two other juniors on the squad that um, joined us from other schools um, and moved in, and that's Carla Patapat and Callie Wickersham. And then we also have a sophomore, Alyssa Linville, and um, freshman, um, we have freshman Ava Hansen, Madison Rischolte, 
Sophie Myers and Hope Crowen. And uh, those young ladies, as you said, have uh, been taking uh, turns running at the top. Uh, both uh, Liz and uh, Lily had uh, some injury problems, and uh, Eva Hansen has uh, stepped in to take over that position. But I think on Saturday, Lily was right behind her again. Right, yep. And, the, and Sophie um, continues to um, improve as well. So she's another freshman. And Madison um, has been a little injured. Um, she did run on Saturday, but she's kind of been fighting a, a thigh issue. Um, so she's not really at 100%, but she, you know, she really ran well as well. Uh, talk <laughs> about the boys. And then for the boys, we have 18 on our squad. Um, and again, um, six of those are seniors. Um, and our senior night, just to throw it out there, is um, next Tuesday. It's the Batesville Invitational. Um, that'll be our senior night. So we'll be honoring Liz and then our six boys. So our six seniors, we have Mason and a King. He was a four-year um, senior. He's been a great leader this year, although he's not in the top 12. His leadership has been awesome, and he's so close to a personal best this year. So um, I'm, I know that that's going to happen before the year's over. We have Luke Estru. Also four years, um, top 12, had a bout of sickness a couple of weeks ago, and he's still kind of battling to come back. Um, Charlie Lehman was four-year as well, um, top 12. He uh, struggled with some injuries in the past, like past years, but this year he's been pretty strong, and we're hoping to keep him healthy the rest of this year. And he's had two good races and earned a spot in the top seven. Um, Alex Libers, again, a four-year, trying to earn a spot in the top 12 this year. He was the only one to have a personal best time on that tough course this past Saturday, so we were excited about that for him. Adam Moster, again, a four-year senior, consistently one or two on the team, always has a strong finish. That 800 dynamics that he has comes out in the end. Um, he always has a strong finish, and he's just continuing to get stronger every meet. And then Joshua Myers, um, this is his third year here as a Bulldog, um, and he's been battling some sinus and respiratory infection for the past couple weeks. Uh, he actually didn't even run on Sunday, um, and so we're hoping that the body, his body will continue to heal and get ready as we go into Saturday for conference, and just you know, getting him healthy will be a big key for our team success through the tournament. So those are our seniors. Um, we have a quite a battle for our top 12. It's been pretty exciting to see them pushing, pushing each other and finishing in different spots throughout the year. So besides the seniors, we have juniors, Adam Hollowell, Dylan Murray, Nathan Bellani, Luke Nuring, Landon Gutzler, Elliot Mertz, and our sophomores, um, Ian Losinger, Benjamin Moster, Darren Smith, Will Nuring, Kaysen Hughes. And then we had... Um, we had no freshmen or any new members to join us this year, but um, that would be different next year. <laughs> and, uh, Coach, uh, who you got coming up in the next couple of weeks? I know you got the conference this Saturday. Right, yeah. So this Saturday, the conference meet, it will be held at Morris Hill Elementary School. Um, South Dearborn is the host this year. Um, I believe it normally – it does have – like it's been advertised that the start time is at 10, but we've kind of had some uh, in a, some emails going back and forth today um, and in, that they might change the start time to 9.30 instead of 10 because of the expected heat on Saturday. Um, so we'll make sure that we get that word out there. So if you're planning on coming out to watch, I would pretty much um, probably that it's going to be changed to 9.30 um, just to – give a little bit more time to be in the morning. Um, so we've seen everyone in our conference at some meet or another and have beaten them. So we're hoping to defend our conference titles this year. And then uh, next week, uh, it's a Batesville Invitational and then a Greensburg Invitational. Correct. And then, and then we get ready for tournament. And uh, that's still at South Dearborn? Uh, yeah, so sectionals will be at South Dearborn. Regionals is now at Franklin Community, and semi-state will be at Shelbyville. So that's a change, right? Correct, yeah, Franklin Community. Um, IHSA would kind of made the change. They don't want one venue to hold more than one tournament race. And uh, that was a discussion at the IATCC meeting uh, a few weeks ago uh, 
they informed the new school who was going to have it, but they didn't inform the other ones that they had lost there. So that was a yeah. kind yeah. of a bone of contention. Yeah. Uh, Coach, who's helping you with uh, cross country? All right. So all summer and at the beginning of the season, I was kind of doing it alone and um, getting different people to volunteer and help me out. Then I ran into a former runner who had graduated from DePaul but didn't quite have a job lined up yet. So I talked him into helping out, and that's Garrett Yorn. He's been doing a great job. I also want to point out, um, too, that, like, I mean, it's just it's just been refreshing, you know, to have um, an alumni there and it's just kind of some young blood. And I think the, the kids have really enjoyed it, and he's just, just been doing awesome. And I just I also want to say that Melina Smith, you know, she's jumped in and helped um, when needed as well. She um, helped with the middle school last year, but their numbers are a little down, so they didn't really need two assistants, which allowed her to become available to kind of help me on a need as needed basis and um you know and speaking of our middle school i do want to just give a quick shout out to our middle school coaches Derek and kayla suits they just do a great job there at the middle school level they really had some great races this past weekend they um, ran at the south day morning invitational um, i know they had a lot of personal records and um, the boys won and i think the girls got third and they just um helped to continue to feed you know, good runners into our high school system. And uh, the girls and uh, their defense are basically sixth graders, aren't they? Are a lot yeah, of they, them. Yeah, they have a lot of young. Yeah, they're very young. Uh, they have, um, they do have, uh, yeah, but mainly young, but I know yeah. they have a couple. Yeah, yeah, they have a couple of them that were yep. older, but yeah, yep. I noticed a lot of, lot of sixes behind their na yep. names. Uh, uh, Coach, uh, the EIAC Greensburg obviously is going to be a, a big opponent and mm -hmm. on the girls' side. How about the boys? Correct. Um, I, I, I think we'll probably be okay. So, um, um, like I said, we've all we've seen them all already. Yeah. So, um, I, I think we'll hopefully if we can run like we're supposed to, we can defend our title. And uh, as I said, listen, uh, but uh, count on 9.30 right now for this the start of that down at uh, Morris Hill Elementary. Right. Coach, anything else before we let you go? <clears throat> well, I know that not too many people look at polls for cross country, um, but the latest polls to come out today have um, the Batesville boys at 37th in the state and the girls at 28th. Cross country, of course, is no class, so this is pretty awesome. I don't know if Batesville's ever been ranked that high. For either team um the unfortunate thing for us is how tough our semi-state is you know there are four semi-states in the tournament each with 24 teams plus individuals to advance our semi-state can have up to 10 in the top 25 of the state where the other ones have as few as three so it's going to be pretty tough even though we are ranked that high our semi-state is some of the top but you know, there are some regionals that also have like eight of the top 25 in the regionals and only five advanced. So there are some really top teams that don't advance out of regionals to even make it to semi-state. But it is just unfortunate that our semi-state is so ranked and so tough, you know, because if there any way we could travel, you know, to like New Prairie or something like that, we might... <laughs> You know, it might be a different story. So, you know, but it'll be tough. But we, you know, we're working hard and we know what it takes to get out. And our eyes are still focused on that. So, um, you know, so it should be an exciting end of the end of the year. And then just real quickly, I just I do want to, um, you know, just thank um, Mr. Helby for all his support. And like you had said earlier, you know, helping us change our schedule um, <clears throat> throughout the last couple of years to get us into some of those bigger meets and just working to make our cross country course, you know, top notch and, um, and just putting the importance into, you know, some of the smaller sports. Yeah. And <laughs> to give you an idea, a lot of revenue. Yeah. <laughs> give you an idea what Lisa's talking about. Uh, I had a team one year where we put uh, seven in the top 10 in our uh, conference. And that year we finished, uh, I think fifth at, uh, at that semi-state, but that was when only four of them went on, and uh, that was the only time we got that close, and uh, we had some pretty good runners uh, through the years that have gone through Batesville High School, and it is a meat grinder up there. Right. 
Coach, thank you so much, and best of luck, and we'll see you later in yep. the season. Thanks for having me. We'll be back after these words from our sponsor. You listen to Coach's Corner on WRBI 103.9 your FM dial and streaming live on WRBIRadio.com. Cecil Eisen from Eisen's Family Pizza. We ask you to legalize marinara, and that was such an amazing response from you, our customers. So now we are asking you to not be Alfredo and try our new pasta. We have your choice of rigatoni, spaghetti, or cheese ravioli. We offer our delicious marinara or alfredo. You can top them with three meat options for an additional charge. Try the chicken, meatballs, or sausage bites. Ison's Family Pizza on the web, 812-933-0333 on the phone or downtown Batesville. Geis Electronics Appliances Bedding and Furniture is a local supporter of Oldenburg Academy and Batesville Athletics. And they hope you'll remember the next time you're in the market for one of the products they sell, that it's always better to buy close to home. If you haven't shopped Geis, you may be surprised at their competitive prices. Whether it's a big screen TV for the family room, a new washer dryer set, recliner, or mattress set, Geis Electronics Appliances Bedding and Furniture in downtown Batesville has a tremendous selection with friendly local service. George's Pharmacy. Fast, friendly service and free delivery. George's Pharmacy. Locally owned for the community. George's Pharmacy has a full line of medical equipment, from power chairs to lift chairs, walkers and hospital beds, oxygen, nebulizers, CPAP, George's has it all. And what's better, if you want free delivery all over southeastern Indiana, just remember George's. Now, back to Coach's Corner at Ison's Family Pizza on the Sports Voice in Southeastern Indiana. Country 103.9 WRBI. Joining us now is Eric Feller, Oldenburg Academy football coach. Coach, congratulations on the win over Switzerland County. Did Lisa say correctly, is there a heat warning this Saturday? I think Are so. You, is it, I can see October on the calendar, and I, <laughs> and, I'm, and I keep looking at the forecast. I completely forgot it's supposed to get hot this weekend again. Um, yeah, it was an exciting game. Uh, we tried, I was, I was telling Sally before, we, we tried like crazy to give it back to them, and they didn't want it either. So um, we, we settled for the win. We uh, There were some some plays from the players and some plays, um, some decisions from us too, honestly, that almost gave them the game. But as I said last Monday, we I knew we would have some opportunities against that defense. Um, they were a little undisciplined at times. And, and to be quite honest with you, I thought they were – more disciplined in our game than we've seen on film. I was really impre- I was kind of impressed with that, with how well they were coached in terms of what they what they did to try to stop us. Um, but at the end of the day, we you know when I went back and watched film, I thought we they didn't really stop us per se. We we man, we just killed ourselves with some stoop with some bad penalties and some just questionable decision making in terms of you know we when, why did you do that we have never we didn't even do that in practice like in terms of blocking who to block and 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 what cut to make from the running backs and um dominic mcphee was if you watched it, it was on sci he was he had over 140 yards rushing and he could have had 100 more yards but he had two runs called back because of holding one of which i still can't find on film there's like nobody in the area um in terms of the, the flag but he he did cost us with some fumbles. Um, we put ourselves in a hole early. First play from scrimmage, Dom, um, he fumbled the ball with Switzerland County. Um, then, you know, went down, marched down the field and scored, so they're up 7 nothing early. And then we get the ball back. We go three and out. We have a crappy punt. They get the ball back. And, you know, they, they come down the field, and I think they uh, – we stopped them on fourth down, which I didn't know this till after the game or even till reading the Herald article. But we were, we, they were 0 for 6 on fourth down, and that was that. That's probably the stat of the game because all six fourth downs were pretty crucial. Um, when it, when I went back and looked at it, I didn't even think about it. But but we, as I said, we we tried to give them the game on the field, and toward the end of the game, we're up 20 to 14, and. <laughs> Against my, it's third and 17, and if you know anything about me, I would have normally just said, let's run the ball. They have one timeout left. Force them to call a timeout. We'll punt the ball down there. And it is completely against my philosophy of my entire life to even think about throwing the ball. And we were dumb enough and to allow our freshman quarterback to throw the ball, and and that turned into an interception. We gave Switzerland County kind of the ball at midfield, with a minute and a half left, um, 
um, to to w try to win the game. But luckily, uh, we stopped them on a fourth down and and uh, we survived the game. And I thought I thought again looking back, I thought we were the better team. I thought um, we could have we could the margin could have been worse. Uh, we had a minus two turnover margin, and we still came out ahead by six points. Uh, who are some of the players you'd like to uh, point out that did well for you besides uh, McPhee? Obviously, Dom, Matt Sadler on defense and and offense as well. Man, he's a senior, a leader in the weight room. He's a quiet guy on the field. He kind of leads by example. He had seven tackles, two or three tackles for loss, a sack. No, not a sack. A forced fumble, a fumble recovery. Uh, he had two special teams tackles. Um, and then on offense, he came up with a big, big, big catch on a third down deep in our territory um, that extended the drive that we ultimately scored on. That was, in my opinion, that was the play of the game. That that um, that really turned things around. Kind of turned field position around. We go from like our own 20 to midfield, and we end up scoring on Dom ends up scoring on a long run. Offensively, man, our offensive line grading out the offensive line. We did so well. Owen Russell at right guard, he graded out so well at right guard. And Jack Seaver at the other guard position. We're kind of moving him between guard and tackle. Anyway, he, they both, man, they both blocked so well consistently throughout the game. And then even Dylan Stewart. He was at end. Um, we had to move him to tackle just out of necessity a couple weeks ago. Um, I had always thought that Dylan never didn't want to play tackle, so we didn't really we kind of just let it play out. And we, after playing one game there, he's like, Coach, I love it here. I want to stay here. It's like, okay, Dylan, you got it. I mean, he's 6'3", 250. So, you know, people thought we were crazy for putting him in at tight end. Um, but Dylan, I, you know, Dylan just never had a feeling to play line. And now all of a sudden when he when he had to play there by necessity, he, he loved it. So I would say those are probably uh, the other people that stood out for us against Switzerland County. What do you know about Park Tudor? They have 33 players on the roster, and I think 24 are freshmen or sophomores. Now, out of their, if you had to list, rank their best players from like one to whatever, 33, I think out of those first um, 15, you know, 13 of them might be freshmen or sophomores. So that's, and they're athlete, there's some athletes there, but um, you can tell it's it's a young team as as well. So offensively, they want to throw the ball. They're in shotgun every formation. Um, they're not really reading anybody. They're, you know, they'll go empty a lot. Um, in, in terms of running the ball, it's just a straight up run, or they'll go option. Defensively, they're kind of big on the defensive line. They don't move particularly well, but they are kind of big. And I, th I think there's holes there defensively. We haven't. I'm not sure how they'll react to our uh, double wing or in wing T offense because they've all we've seen are some spread teams, but. But I think we can. Um, I think we can uh, move our offense a little bit to to kind of get them in a position to get them out of position. So to work to our advantage to maybe find some holes, find some longer runs. Um, and and honestly, they really haven't played a team like us. So I wonder how we'll see how they respond in terms of physicality. Um, I think that's that'll work to our advantage because they've played a bunch of spread teams who who. Um, you want to spread them out and then try to run outside, or you know, try to try to read your ends and things like that. So we're, you know, we make no bones about where we're going to try to run at times. So um, I, th I think we, I think we can do some things offensively against them. And where will this game be played? This is at Park Tudor. Um, it'll be an hour and a half drive. We'll, again, we'll probably leave early just to be because I know the traffic on 74 is in, in around Indianapolis is terrible. So um, it'll be at Park Tudor. I'm kind of excited to go there. Um, another turf field. It's less laundry we ha I have to worry about. So, um, so yeah. Uh, one thing I did hear this afternoon that 465 on the east side is open again, so that will help you. Well, that is uh, that does that will make a difference. I I, I try to get there. I plan to get there like at five o'clock. I always like to get there two hours early just in case of traffic. And typically that's been the case all year. Um, we've hit some traffic along the way. That way, if we're ever late, you know, the latest will be there is like six or so. But anyway. Um, but yeah, that that'll. Uh, I'm hoping it's a nice, smooth drive up there, and and it sounds like it'll be a warm one too. Uh, anything else before we let you go? Yeah, we turnover for hunger. We had uh, one turnover, and quite honestly, it should have been like three. And I'm disappointed in in that. But we did get one, and and we're up to nine this year. 
Um, so I think we're 13 total. I think they just sent it out, sent out an email earlier today, 13 total between us and Batesville. So we're hoping that will rise up here toward the end of the year. We need, we definitely need to get more turnovers. We're down a little bit um, compared to last year. So uh, hopefully we'll, we'll, we'll get up, we'll get up to the 20 uh, turnover mark by the year's end. Coach, uh, best of luck uh, this week as you try to go four and one on the season. Thanks, Ron. I appreciate it. We will be back with a final word after these words from our sponsor. You listen to Coach's Corner on WRBI 103.9 FM dial and streaming live on WRBIRadio.com. We will be right back. Cecil Eisen from Eisen's Family Pizza. We ask you to legalize marinara, and that was such an amazing response from you, our customers. So now we are asking you to not be Alfredo and try our new pasta. We have your choice of rigatoni, spaghetti, or cheese ravioli. We offer our delicious marinara or alfredo. You can top them with three meat options for an additional charge. Try the chicken, meatballs, or sausage bites. Ison's Family Pizza on the web, 812-933-0333 on the phone or downtown Batesville. Now, back to Coach's Corner at Ison's Family Pizza on the Sports Voice in Southeastern Indiana. Country 103.9 WRBI. We are back, and joining us now is uh, Cecil Eisen. Cecil, tell us about what what you got going here and what's coming up. Hey, Ron, uh, thanks for having me on at the at the end of the show. I appreciate you getting me in here. Uh, I just wanted to uh, let the community know uh, uh, here in a couple weeks, uh, the first full week of October, uh, the seventh through the fourteenth, we'll be open a little weird hours. We're doing a lot of adding on in the back. We're adding stuff behind the scenes, coolers sinks and uh, lots of different uh, maintenance issues and we'll be open some really crazy hours and i just want to let everyone know uh you know we're still here we're still going strong but we'll be open mostly daytime hours for that week and i'll get back on next week with terrence but i just want to let people know you know it's uh, nothing crazy going on we're just doing some maintenance and adding on and trying to uh be able to add some more new stuff like we have with the pasta that you heard with the commercials today uh, uh, best of luck with that, and uh, as I said, you keep tuned to WRBI, and they'll fill you in as well, and you'll uh, remind them again next week. Yes, sir. Thank you for appreciate your time. Okay, thank you so much. Uh, next week, Evan Allery, Eric Feller will be back, of course, Kateri Paul, Bates High School Volleyball, and Ken Getz, Oldenburg Academy Boys Soccer, and his athletes, and I know they just won a big game on Saturday, so Ken and his crew will be here as well. One again, welcome Geist Electronics, Appliances, Bedding, and Furniture to our uh, sponsors. And we want to thank all of our sponsors. Uh, keep, these, keep going and visiting these people. Keep them in business because you know what happens if you don't do that. Uh, they have to go out of business or leave town. So we don't want that to happen to any of these fine people who are keeping Batesville going. And don't forget you can hear any of the Coach's Corners on Raver Replay on WRBI's website. That's WRBIRadio.com. And uh, play any of the shows back that we have as well. We want to thank you for joining us this evening. We want to thank Isons for allowing us to be here. We want to thank John and WRBI for putting us on the air and keeping us on the air. We want to thank all of you for listening in. We thank our guests as well. And as Cecil said, Terrence Arney's going to fill in for me next week. I've got to be out of town on Monday, so Terrence is going to fill in for me. We'll be seeing you in two weeks. Don't forget uh, Coach's Corner next week. Good night, everyone.